Welcome to the Sal Vetri Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the channel and the podcast. I'm excited today because we have a nice slate, and we're going to get a couple of these. We had an eight-game slate yesterday. We have a nice six-game slate today. We have some more throughout the week. NBA, DFS, DraftKings, FanDuel, all that. We're going to break it down. We're going to look at the injury news, the important news that you need to know to start your day off. We'll look at some of the early interests that I have. And then throughout the day, you can track over on Patreon my updates to projections, my updates to interests, like the list you'll see here just momentarily. And also, we'll look at the target offense sheet, some of these Vegas totals, a lot of them. The six games, four of them aren't out yet, so it's something of just projecting them myself, but it won't change projections or much or interest all that much. It's a very small part or piece of the puzzle, one of the smaller pieces. But with that said, welcome if you're brand new here. My name is Sal Vetri. I cover daily fantasy sports in just a variety of different sports, NBA, NFL, WNBA, PGA, MLB, a bunch of different sports. I'm excited to be here for this six-game NBA slate today, right now as I record this around 8 a.m. in the morning, East Coast time, Wednesday, January 29th. So if you are interested in my exclusive content, my projections, my interests that I do update throughout the day and throughout Lock, you can find those linked up down below. It's called Patreon, where I host my exclusive content, independent content creator. So that's where I'd say about 30, 40% of my income comes from. So if you're interested in that, interested in supporting me over there, but also getting a benefit and a perk from it, be sure to check that out. Social medias are linked up down below as well. But with that said, hit the subscribe button before we get started. We're closing in on 19,000 subscribers. Very excited about that. Very excited to announce some things for the XFL content coming soon, as well as more live streaming, especially for NBA contests as well, or NBA a couple times a week, live streaming throughout the evening. So be sure to be on the lookout for that. And there's going to be more sports betting content as the summer goes on, and I prepare for some uh, bigger news with some partnerships there as well. So hit the subscribe button to support all that stuff, man. I appreciate every single one of you. Let's get into some of this injury news. So looking at the injury news right now, filtered by team at the top, Andre Drummond. So some really big injury pieces that are going to just absolutely shift this slate if some of these players are ruled out. Now, most of the players that are questionable here, I have in my projections. I'll point out the ones that I don't right now. But Andre Drummond right now, he is questionable with the wrist injury. That is some big news against Brooklyn, which is a fine matchup. Not as great as a matchup as last year, but still a very strong matchup for centers, especially when you are the best rebounding center in the league, like Andre Drummond, who is playing so far this year around 34 minutes per game, about a 1.4 fantasy point per minute producer. Uh, Keep a big eye on him. That's going to change the context of this slate. It's going to make players like Thon McCurr, Christian Wood and Markeith Morris primary and um, primary options and really priorities in some of them if Drummond was to miss. James Harden is questionable with a five. He has missed the last two games now. This is really big news as well when he's only 10,600 against Portland, a game that's going to feature very likely, and we don't have the exact total yet, but very likely the highest total on the slate, one of the fastest paced games in the slate for a guy averaging almost 1.55, 1.6 fantasy points per minute and playing 37 minutes per game. If Harden if Harden is in at 10-6, and Westbrook has been playing fantastic, and he deserves his price tag as well, but at 10-6, if Harden is in, and probably not going to shoot one of 17 from three again like the last time he was down in this price range, yeah, I'm going to have a lot of Harden on a six-game slate. Clint Capella, his teammate, questionable with a heel. We just saw Capella miss the last game, and Isaiah Hardstein played six minutes and ruined everybody's hopes and dreams that played him in over 50% of their lineups, which is interesting. Um, you saw P.J. Tucker get the start at the five, so it was pretty much a tell at that point that Hardenstein might not get the run people were expecting. Keep a close eye on that starting lineup as well. Well, if Harnstein starts this time, go ahead and go right back to him because people are going to be feel that they that they were burnt. If he doesn't, you could expect similar results. 
In Indiana, there's a lot of injury news as well. A lot of major news with Victor Oladipo returning today. He is probable with a quad. They said he's going to be on a heavy minutes limit until after the All-Star break. I'm projecting him for 18 today at $6,000. That's not going to do it. Even if you project him for 20, that's not going to do it. I don't see them throwing him out there on a minutes limit for 24, 25. So he doesn't seem in play today. If anything, he just ruins the upside of TJ McConnell, Aaron Holiday, Justin Holiday, and all those players. Probably makes Edmund Sumner not go into the rotation. Wasn't anything major for DFS. Was playing about eight, five, six minutes a game. But now I imagine he leaves the rotation. Miles Turner is questionable with an illness. He did not practice, did not take part, did not participate in Tuesday's practice, but it's an illness, so I'm projecting him in for 27 minutes today. Um, if he continues to be sick, then he might actually miss, and then that's going to change some things as well. Malcolm Brogdon's questionable with a concussion. Since this is a concussion and he's questionable, he has not yet been cleared, I'm actually ruling Malcolm Brogdon out of my projections right now. So that does help TJ McConnell, Aaron Holiday, Justin Holiday. But if you're going to give Oladipo 18 to 20 minutes, it pulls those guys down enough that none of them really stand out today with their prices increasing. In Memphis, Jay Crowder did miss last night with a knee, the front end of the back-to-back. I have him as questionable for tonight. If he was to be out, Kyle Anderson would be a very good option in terms of value. Just keep in mind that is wing value, and Kyle Anderson is the definition of sketchy wing value. I currently have uh, Jay Crowder out in my projections for Anderson projected for 30 minutes. Abdel Nadar is projected um, right now, or is questionable for the ankle. I have him out of my projections. If he was to play, he probably picks up somewhere around 10 minutes. Hurts just the upside of Darius Baisley, Dort, uh, Ferguson to an extent, or not Ferguson, um, Diallo to an extent because Ferguson is out with a personal reason today as well. And then going to San Antonio, Marcus Aldridge is going to miss his second straight game with a thumb injury. Jacopoto is priced all the way up to the mid-5K range. I have him projected for 32 minutes. Even if, you re- even if you project him for 30 in this matchup versus Utah, I think it's okay. And then DeAnthony Melton missed the front end of the back-to-back. He was ruled out after lock. I think he was ruled out like at 8 or 8.05 um, with a hand injury. Keep an eye on this. It was a sore hand. It was unexpected. I have him in my projections right now for 20 minutes. Um, I wouldn't be shocked to see him miss again because it's a back-to-back. Maybe there's something more to this hand injury. Uh, If he was to miss, it's going to open up more run uh, for Marco Guterich. uh, So keep an eye on that. That said, that's all the injury news. So right now you're looking at about 10 pieces of injury news, but some big names on here like Capella, Harden, Drummond, Miles Turner to an extent. So keep an eye on all those question marks. They're going to change the uh, nature of the slate uh, by pretty dramatically. Keep an eye on shootarounds as well. Quickly looking at the target offense sheet, I won't spend too much time here, mainly because I'm projecting a four out of these six totals right now because these team totals weren't out when I last checked. So as I record this video, right now what I'm projecting to see is that this Houston and Portland game features the highest scoring teams, but that potentially, and how I'm projecting it, the two highest on the slate. Uh, so I have it as a 235 total right now. It's just a one point spread. That is an accurate spread on this number, and it's by far the fastest pace game. You have Clint Capella questionable. Um, you have in this game as well, James Harden questionable. If those guys are in, I like a ton of pieces here. I like Harden a lot, and you'll see that on the early, early interest. I think Westbrook is fine. After that, though, a lot of the value pieces that are priced up, like Eric Gordon, Daniel House, um, Ben McLemore to an extent, TJ Tucker even, they're not that appealing when their price tags are coming up, and Harden might be returning slash Capella as well. On the Portland side, everything looks great. You still have Damian Lillard at 10000 plus, but on a six-game slate, like I'd much rather have James Harden at a very similar price tag, so it's going to be hard to get to Lillard. He still grades out okay, but... Hassan Whiteside looks fantastic. Uh, Carmelo Anthony looks absolutely fine at a cheap price tag below 6000 A guy who's playing close to 35 minutes a game. CJ McCollum playing 36 minutes a game looks fantastic. So this game is going to be where a lot of my ownership probably comes from early on. If you're just talking about concentrated ownership from one specific game, I probably get to a good amount of McCollum, Whiteside, maybe some Lillard, a lot of Harden, depending on the injury news of Capella and Harden, some other pieces of Houston. Uh, so compared to all these other games, this game itself looks the most appealing. Now I get a lot of questions. Do you game stack? I don't. If it's like a two or three game slate, you're naturally going to game stack. I don't game stack on these slates. There's no correlation is the issue there, right? You see so many games get blown out. 
it's not like the NFL where you know since one team is down that they're going to have to resort to a different style of offense like passing. In the NBA, that doesn't really matter too much. If one team is down, they're going to still shoot the ball. There's no difference in how they shoot the ball. Will they maybe attempt more threes? Maybe, but it's not enough correlation to really uh, change anything for me. So the only way that I think game stacking makes sense is if there's a wide spread and you're betting on that game staying closer, you take the stud on the other side because if that game stays close, it's going to be because of that player. Uh, Something that stands out for me here is is Trey Young. His team's down so much, but in close games, it's usually because he's going off. Let's go to our early interests here. And right now, I'll just point out that I do have a Patreon projections for these are guys that I have interest in right now. 20. In my Patreon player pool right now, as I record this around 8.30 in the morning, I have about 45, 46 players marked as either yes, I have a lot of interest in them in both formats, or X, which is a maybe, I have interest in them more so in GPPs, not as much in cash, and there's 46. So I picked off about 20 of them from that list. Some of those guys can change. Some of the guys on this list can change as the day goes on, depending on injury news. Obviously, if Harden's out, he's not going to be an interest of mine, and then probably some more um, people from Houston, the Rockets will join this list. So this is just a snippet. If you want the exact player projections of every single player today, I think it's over 130 players, 140 or so projected with the interest updated throughout the day. You can check that. A little pop-up will come up above here. Click it. Check over what's got going on over on Patreon. And also, I will say that this video is sponsored by Fantasy Draft. Linked up above, you can see the picture of Fantasy Draft. Rake free DFS. You can check them out. They have a ton of contests every single day. Usually 2x min cash, 13% to first, no rake which if you're just curious what rake is, it's the site fees, the management fees, sort of like investment banking that they take. So DraftKings, FanDuel, they're taking on average 15 to 30% of your bankroll over the long term because they're just that big and their marketing is that great that you don't really notice it too well. Um, But if you do want to try and get some of your money to a better ROI, return on investment spot, Fantasy Draft is worth it. I've been playing over there. They actually track how much money you're saving relative to other sites. And you can click the link down below in the description. Even if you just click the link to check out the NBA lobbies over there, it does help me out, but also to help you out saving some money. So Starting in in pricing order, expensive to least expensive. Uh, these are some of the interests that I put on here just for now. Again, there's more if you want to check it out on Patreon, but James Harden at 10.6. It's hard not to like the guy. Look, you have Lillard around him in price. You have his teammate Westbrook, and I think Russ is completely fine here too, but I'm not going to choose Lillard over Harden with McCollum back in, and I think Lillard, there's nothing wrong with him. He grades out fine for me today, but Harden, the more consistent fantasy point per minute producer, playing very similar minutes. I mean, he's averaging right now over 60 fantasy points per game, and this is with him in a rut right now, which is why his price is down about $1,000 on a six-game slate, going to rival Portland as the highest team total in the fastest-paced game. It's just a matter of his health at this point, the thigh. If he does play, do I think he has a minutes limit? Might be a question I get. Even if he plays 35 minutes, he's going to be one of my favorite plays. Um, The pure points upside is hard to pass on a six-game slate at this price point. Hassan Whiteside, I have in for 33 minutes right now. You can get 34, you can get 35. I don't think you get much less than 32. And even then he looks really good. It gets even better if Capella was to miss and you have, it's really hard to imagine that Houston starts Tucker like they did in the last game against Whiteside. I would imagine it's a Tyson Chandler says Hardenstein game, more run for both of those guys. But at 33 minutes, Whiteside grades out as really good play. The Knicks look great today. They're in a matchup that is one pace up, good defensive battle. Julius Randle at 8,300 is popping as a player that I do like. I'm hoping he doesn't pick up that same ownership on a six-game slate. He's priced up higher than he usually is when he's 7,900 to 8,000 to 8,100. Maybe that keeps people off of him. But he's right now one of my top 10 value plays of the day, uh, if you're talking just point per dollar in any range. We talked about it last time De'Aaron Fox was on the slate. People weren't on him because he was playing 30, 32 minutes, and people thought that's what he was going to play, like 30 minutes a game. Now, the game did go into overtime. He would have been slated to play about 33, 34 minutes if there wasn't some um, middle-of-the-game foul trouble. 
He's a guy who's going to play 36 minutes if this game one stays close and he doesn't get into foul trouble. I mean, on the season right now, he's averaging right around 32. A lot of that is because of his minute or his injury. When he came back from that, he was being put on a minutes limit for about a week or two. If the game stays close, you're going to get 36 minutes out of a guy who over the last month is close to a 1.3 fantasy point per minute producer. Hard to pass up. Matchup against OKC is a little bit tougher, but nothing that he cannot handle for a guy who drives but also shoots from three. Derrick Rose, 7,600. If Drummond misses, it's even better. Having projected for, I believe, 31 minutes right now against Brooklyn. Fine spot for him. Decent pace spot, uh, right around league average of 103. Team total of 105 is not the greatest on the slate. Rose on this list out of all these guys is probably the guy that I like the least that we've talked about so far, um, just because of how much has to go right for him at this price point. He has to get those 32 minutes, and he has to be taking over. The good thing is his usage rate is over 30% when he's on the court, and he's been a 1.3 plus fantasy point per minute guy over the last month. McCollum at 6,900, hard to ignore. Price tag is about where it should be, I would say, at this point for a guy playing 36 minutes a game. He's exactly a one fantasy point per minute guy this season. Marcus Morris at 6,500. Price points coming up on Morris, but similar to Julius Randle. It's a big pace up spot. It's a big implied total for this Knicks team compared to their season average coming in around a 110, 111 team implied total in terms of my uh, projections for them today. And it's a spot that against Memphis, it's easy to get yours. He's playing huge minutes. I haven't projected for 35 today. He's just under a fantasy point per minute producer. $6,500 Marcus Morris looks good. I'm going to have interest in a good amount of Knicks today. Randall Morris and this next guy, Alfred Payton, he could play 32. I haven't projected for 30. He's about a fantasy point per minute producer. This is the assumption that RJ Barrett is still out. Any day now, we're going to get news that RJ Barrett is playing. We just haven't had updates on it yet. They said it would be a week. Since then, it's been about a week and a half to two weeks, and we haven't had any updates on news. So if RJ Barrett is still out, Peyton should play 30 plus minutes, usage rate around 25%, assist percentage is up, rebounding rate for a guard is very good as well. Sort of a poor man's Lonzo ball, if you will. 6,300 seems okay. Bojan Bogdanovic and Carmelo Anthony are very similar for me. Uh, Anthony more scoring dependent, of course, but similar price points. Anthony I have in for 34 minutes. You can give him 35. He looks just as good. Bojan I have in for 33 against San Antonio, which is a better defensive matchup than it has been in the past. Really nice team implied total here. Should be a slower paced game for Bojan, but I don't think it matters all that much. Both of these guys have very wide outcomes. Carmelo, because he's scoring dependent, Bojan is as well to an extent as a wing. So at their price points, if you get them knocking down their shots, shooting 12 to 15, closer to 15 times, and having a decent percentage from the field, picking up the normal um, peripherals that they do, they're going to pay off this tag in a good way. They're going to score 33, 35 plus fantasy points. And on a bad night, the worst that they usually end up doing for you is about 25 because of how much of a floor they have with their shot attempts. Jacopoto price all the way up to 5,600, nowhere near the $3,200 value was last time, but he still looks fine. Uh, I had given him 32 minutes, even at 30, he looks okay. If the ownership comes in on him, it could be worth getting away from the matchup against Utah, nowhere near the greatest against Rigo Barrett, but he's just a guy with no Lamarcus Aldridge that's going to have to play big minutes because they don't have much else behind him there for center, unless you're going to play Trey Lyles at the five or Damari Carroll and try and get small. Carroll hasn't played in about two weeks. Kyle Anderson, this is assuming Jay Crowder is out, 4,600. Looks like meh value. That's all he is. He's on here because he grades out as good, 5.2, 5.3x value. Just keep in mind, he's a wing and he's Kyle Anderson, and he can disappear very quickly. Reggie Jackson at 4,500. I have him in for 26 minutes. He grades out as a nice play there. DeJounte Murray at 24 minutes with LaMarcus Aldridge off the court has been closer to a 1.3 fantasy point per minute producer. We just need 24 minutes out of Murray, who's been very inconsistent. 20 minutes, 22, sometimes 24. Seems like his minutes limit is back on in this offense. Matchup against Utah is not great, but he's very, very cheap on a small slate. Patty Mills, same thing at $4,000. Have him projected for 24 minutes. He can get up to 28 minutes in this offense. Rarely goes below 20 in this offense at 4,000. He's close to a fantasy point per minute producer with Aldridge off the court. You're going to get that for all 24 to 25 to 26 of his minutes today. 
Reggie Bullock would be the guy I like the least out of the DeJounte Murray, Reggie Jackson, Patty Mills guard value in this 4K range. And he's the cheapest right there with Patty Mills. I prefer Patty Mills. Bullock, it depends. If he starts, he might play 30 minutes, 32. If he comes off the bench, he might play 20. If he starts, he might play 24. You don't really know. And his minutes are all over the place. Not as good of a fantasy point per minute producer as Mills. So he needs all of those minutes, which makes him more sketchy. I'm at $4,000 on this slate right now. He grades out his value for me, but nothing fantastic. Mike Conley played 25 plus minutes in the last game. If I give him 25 or 26 in this one at just 3,800, he grades out as a fine option as well. Trey Lyles and Rudy Gay without any, right now without any LaMarcus Aldridge, both both look pretty good. You saw Lyles play 24 plus minutes in the last one, Gay play 22, and now they're both in the 3K range. I have Gay as the best value player on the entire slate. I think I have him for like 22 or 23 fantasy points at 3,600. Hard to ignore. I put all these guys at 24 minutes. Trey Lyles at 24, Rudy Gay at 24. It's hard to project which one gets 26, which one gets 22 today, which one gets 20 and 28. So I'm just putting them all at 24, seeing what grades out well. They both grade out well. Gay right now standing out as the best option at 8.39 in the morning as we look at this. And then Damian Dotson, another value option. I prefer Dotson to Bullock. Dotson can play 18 minutes or he can play 26, 28. They're giving these wings a lot of different minutes run. Um, but I do think in GPPs, if you're getting all the ownership on the world, let's just say on Patty Mills, Jajante Murray, I like them more. I like them more as cash options. But if they're getting 35, 40% ownership, one of them, and Damian Dotson is getting like 5% ownership, maybe in a lineup or two, you, you can pivot there. That's where I'm at right now with this DraftKings uh, DFS video for the six-game NBA slate. Be sure to hit the subscribe button before you go. Be sure to check out my Patreon projections down below. I also cover NBA right now. I also am going to be covering the XFL and the Super Bowl coming up. We'll have some props show on that, as well as a final look at the Super Bowl DraftKings showdown slate. I'll be on later today at 9.30 a.m. You can catch the replay if you're watching this later in the day. I assume a lot of you are on the awesome NBA channel streaming live with Josh Engelman to talk the six game slate a little bit more. I'll be there in about 50 minutes. So again, thank you all for tuning in. Subscribe button, audio version listeners. Thanks for tuning in as well. Be sure to leave a five-star rate and review and check out Fantasy Draft linked up down below. You can follow me on Twitter as well at DFS if you need to reach out with any questions or concerns. You all rock. Really appreciative of all of you. Have a great rest of your day. Peace out, gang. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. And before you go, if I can get you to subscribe and follow the podcast, download a few if you wish. But if you enjoyed this podcast, if you can please subscribe, helps me out, helps support it. So thank you so much. And I will see you in the next one.